0: Jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. You're
1: listening to Zen Samich, a podcast that inspires thoughtful people like you to live in the moment, be mindful in a realistic achievable way my name is mark reed i've been a college professor and a lawyer now i make handmade paper in japan twice a week i bring my research and thoughts or sit down with coaches authors and entrepreneurs to talk about their process what lessons do they learn along the way and how you can make an impact in your world Hey, here we are. You're listening to another Zen Sandwich interview. My guests today are Jessica and Sean Weeks. They are the hosts of the Confident Marriage podcast. If you would like down-to-earth real advice, something that we're very much about on this show is is, uh, down-to-earth realism. So if you want genuinely good advice on marriage, theirs is the podcast to listen to. It is self-described as a podcast dedicated to no fluff, funny, and just real straightforward tips and hacks for marriage life. You can find them on all the major platforms, Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or you can go to their website, theconfidentmarriage.com. Sean, Jess, welcome to the program.
2: Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Good to be here. Mm -hmm.
1: Excellent. Well, I'm really excited to talk to you guys because... I cover a lot of ground in, uh, on Zen Sandwich, uh, from mental clarity to living in the present moment, uh, gratitude. I've even touched on areas relating to politics, the meaning of life. But I haven't yet approached this one. One yeah. of the most critical areas of our existence, right? Relationships, <laughs> specifically marriage. So I'm fired up. Uh, are you ready?
3: Yeah, ready? we're go. honored to be here first.
1: <laughs> uh, my first question is somewhat of a softball. But is it? Before we get to the confident part, what is marriage? Why do it?
3: That's a really good question. So as human beings, we long for connection. We long for love and we long for intimacy. It's it's a need that we have to be loved and to be known by somebody else. And quite honestly, that's what a marriage is, is establishing that com- that connection and that commitment and that longing and that desire to be known and loved for who you are.
1: Some people would say, you know, but is it necessary in the 21st century? Is it just a business contract or, you know, what, what, why get married? And I mean, for the total uh, disclaimer here, I, I'm married and happily so. So I don't, re- and I don't regret my decision, but you know, why should, uh, why should someone make it formal just for tax purposes?
3: Perhaps, I guess it depends <laughs> on who you are and what your preferences are. In essence, a marriage doesn't have to be in writing. You can be married and never walk down the aisle or sign a piece of paper. A marriage is a commitment. It's, a long-term devotion to one another. So whether that's on paper, if it's done in vows in front of a higher power or it's just an agreement that you make between you two, that's a mm-hmm. that's a marriage. So you don't you don't have to go by what society tells you you have to do and and sign that piece of paper. You can just devote yourself to someone.
2: Yeah, we don't like to we don't like to discriminate based on anybody's beliefs or tell anybody what the right way to do something is or mm-hmm. how it needs to be done. Uh, it, it definitely does help on the taxes if you live in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, I would say that a marriage is a long-term partnership with another human being in which you've agreed to, and I'm boiling it down some kind of the scientific logical type. He is. Um, it's an agreement and a partnership between two people to mutually support and love each other. And to care for each other and uh, to fill in when one is down or Mm -hmm. allow the other person to take care of them when you may be down and Mm -hmm. for the purpose also of maybe having a family if if you want to, if you want to keep your, your legacy going. Mm -hmm. But definitely a partnership in which you mutually take care of each other.
0: Mm.
1: Excellent. Well, you you actually touched on something I wanted to go to later, but I'm going to jump to it now. Is uh, a confident marriage or successful marriage? Is it more art or science? Is it yes. following? Yeah, <laughs> yes, both.
3: Yes. It is. <laughs> it is. So, a confident marriage really is about. So, there's there's a the the foundation of a confident marriage, right? There's four pillars to a confident marriage. So that's honesty, intentionality, admiration, and expectations. And all of these have various elements of art and what you choose to do and the behaviors and actions that you go forth with. And then there are elements of it that is all science, that is scientific and that has just been proven to be essence in a marriage that is successful. So I'll let Sean take over the science part because that is totally (laughs) his forte. I'm the artsy person. So you've got science and art mixed together right here. Well, I would say
2: say that there's definitely a fixed set of rules for a lot of this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. You know, be honest, um, be intentional, make sure you're choosing to love your spouse every day. Mm -hmm. Um, Show that admiration for them. Uh, Expectation. I guess what we mean with expectations is not necessarily the type of expectations you have that are unfair of someone else that end up leading to resentments. We're talking about like what you expect of yourself in a marriage, what standards you hold yourself to, what Mm -hmm. standards and expectations have you and your partner agreed that you both should be kind of accountable to. Mm -hmm. But I would say that just like, so we can, I'll get really scientific here. We can boil (laughs) life down to a bunch of chemicals mixed together a certain way, mix in some electrical impulses and you have something that's alive, right? Mm. But there's also that certain intangible, unexplainable quality where the spark of consciousness happens, right, in our brains. We can understand the complete science of what's going on in there, but we still can't explain where that consciousness is coming from. So I would say having a confident marriage and having a healthy, strong, good marriage takes all those things, but it has that certain intangible element element to it yeah. that kind of gives it that spark.
1: <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, well, you mentioned honesty and uh, yeah, Jess, you mentioned honesty is one of the, the pillars of a su- successful, confident marriage. And you recently had an episode on honesty mm-hmm. um, and what honesty means with your spouse, what it means for yourself. Um, w- we can all agree that, you know, just outright lying or cheating is a bad idea. I mean, the, the notion of, you know, love cannot exist where there is no trust goes back to ancient Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that said, so we know that, but with that said, on the scale of little white lie, no, honey, you, you look great in that dress, to mm-hmm. brutal honesty. Y- yes, baby, that, that dress makes you look way fat. Where, <laughs> should, where should we aim between little white lie and brutal honesty?
3: So I'm going to take this one. This This is, this is my groundwork right here. You always go for the brutal honesty, but brutal honesty. Yes. Brutal doesn't
2: have to be be mean. Brutal. It doesn't actually (laughs) be brutal. brutal. We don't,
3: we don't mean brutal as in you hurt. I'm sorry. You said you
2: were going to take it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Brutal as in you are completely open and honest. So there's a way to say something that's really hard to say and really, really hard to hear. That's 100% honest, but done in a loving and kind way. So the dress example that you gave, you wouldn't say, yes, honey, you look fat in that dress. You would say, <laughs> Honey, I think that there are dresses that are much more flattering on you than that one. And that's not my favorite on you. I would like to see you in maybe the black dress that you have in your closet or the pink dress. There's a way that you could be 100% honest without being brutal about it. But yes, you are always wanting to make sure that you're being completely honest in your marriage because when you leave those little things out, they build up. And as I mentioned in that podcast, should I have gone to that party in that ugly dress <laughs> and I was the laughing stock of the party, I would have been livid with my husband for not being honest with me. <laughs> yeah.
2: and, and I put in a couple quick things too. Um, so we all lie. Right. right. Even mm-hmm. honest people lie. Just because you tell a white lie doesn't mean you're a liar or a dishonest person and I kind of spoke about this in the blog that I wrote to go with our pod, our honesty episode, mm-hmm. but it's what you do with it, right? So you might tell a little white lie to your partner or even a moderate moderate lie about something mm-hmm. else. Honest people will come back eventually and try to make it right.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: It's that's when, it's when you don't come back and try to make it right. And then that lie leads to another lie, which leads to another lie. That's, that's when you start down the path towards dishonesty. And I also wanted to say too, it, it really depends on the people and the relationship because every relationship is going to have some level of accepted.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't even know how
2: to, it sounds terrible. Accepted dishonesty, I guess. And right. the little white lies might be okay for some people because they have a very high level of trust. Right. Right. So if, and, and I guess the example would be, how are you doing today, honey? Oh, I'm fine. Okay. And then coming back at the end of the day, you know, I told you I was fine this morning, but really I was feeling pretty crappy. I Mm. had a headache and didn't want to go to work, but I didn't want that to get in your head and ruin your day and have you worry about me. So I said that this morning. Okay. No, no problem. Because there's trust there. So you're not worried about
1: that. There's other lies underneath that. Mm Right. Um, okay, uh, moving on, as students and teachers of marriage confidence, what question comes up most often with your listeners or your research?
3: Oh goodness um, is 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 my marriage gonna survive this tragedy we mm. We hear often from people who are going through trauma in their marriage, whether, mm-hmm. It's um, some kind of betrayal, a affair, pornography addiction, um, countless lies, a, um, drug, alcohol addiction. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we hear- Lost um,
2: love, people drifting apart. Yeah.
3: We, a majority of the people we hear from are going through tragedy. And their number one question is, can our marriage make it?
2: Can we get through this?
3: And our answer always is 100%. <clears throat> but I got news for you. It's not going <laughs> to be the way it was before. If you do the work, it's going to be better.
1: Oh, that's good. I like that answer. There, um, there's a a phenomenon here that they've they've called Corona divorce, and it's probably going on in America too. That just maybe isn't a a phrase for it yet. But you know, where all these like Japanese businessmen were spending sixty hours of the week outside of the home, and suddenly Mm -hmm. they're in the home and uh, they're. (laughs) Yeah, they're finding out I didn't really want it. the both the husband and wife are feeling finding out I didn't actually want to spend this much time with you. So yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But um but you know, I I'm I'm almost my wife is not here where I am right now at the moment, but we, we're almost a twenty four seven couple and uh so far so good. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. um
3: if you can well, what happened? a test of time through COVID, i think your <laughs> your marriage is pretty solid i think that's the real <laughs> test
2: for any marriage is when you move past the dating phase <laughs> and you move in together and the first the first little period of time of that is always like really good and you're loving it and then after a couple months when the bad habits start to come out and you start mm-hmm. spending too much time with them then that's the real test of whether you're yeah. compatible or not
1: mm-hmm. yeah th- i i think that's the the one of the few goods that are going to come out of this uh uh that we're learning a lot more about ourselves that's for sure. So what do you recommend when energy levels don't match between partners? One spouse is feeling down and out, the other one's feeling fine. And and uh, again we we sort of know already the the obvious answer would well, be supportive. And that I, of course, but how? If somebody's feeling down and out and you're not what, how to feel, how to be supportive.
3: So we actually, did you, did you want to take this? Well,
1: I'd say a little bit.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: We did just do an episode on balance. Yeah. And one of the things that I talked about in there is, so the way I like to look at it is you have a finite amount of energy that you can put into the things around you. Mm -hmm. Right. And that includes your spouse and your marriage. And part of that partnership you have with your Um, with your spouse in a marriage is when they are so it's ideally it's a 50-50, right? You're each putting in 50% of the work. On the days that your spouse can only put in 20%, it's it's beholden on you to put in the 30% extra that they can't, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: with the understanding that when you're at 15% a month later, they're gonna come in and give you they're gonna come in and give you that extra 35%. So it's it's about taking the energy that they can't give and putting some of your energy in to carry them through those moments. Mm-hmm. And yeah, of course, you're going to be supportive. You're going to ask them what they need, take care of them, do the little things that cheer them up. But I think also what I've learned in the marriage is sometimes they just need to be listened to and they're not always looking for you to fix it for them and make them mm-hmm. feel better. Sometimes they just won't be heard.
3: Yeah. And to play off that, we also did an episode on positive thinking. It's going to be released tomorrow. And I think that plays a lot into it because sometimes we're just we're just having bad days and we're people. And mm-hmm. when our spouse is able to maintain a place uh-huh. of positivity and positive thinking in the moment, sometimes it could be annoying for the spouse. that's having a hard time, but it really does help pull them out because our energy really is connected and it is very contagious. So when you can, as Sean said, give to your spouse a little bit more in those times, keeping a positive attitude and a positive outlook. And, you know, those positive thoughts and words towards your spouse really helps pull them out of it. It's almost like a magnet that pulls their positivity out. Hmm. So that's another way that you can really do it is just staying with those positive thoughts. And if you're the spouse who's having a bad day like that, try to... (laughs)
1: Sorry. Sorry, we'll have to edit that out. That's all right. No worries.
3: If you're the it's spouse trivial. that's having a bad day, making sure that you're being intentional about your thoughts and mm-hmm. and the where you're allowing your brain and your thoughts to go, because just flipping that a little bit can really start pulling you out of it on your own.
1: Yeah, I I, I think Sean hit on something that uh, that a lot of a lot of guys, a lot of men can relate to, and that's that I think that we have this tendency uh, to want to fix stuff. And you know, and I, you know, I know in my younger days, uh, you know, one of the benefits of getting older is, uh, in my younger days, if I had a a a significant other who was was crying, my instant thought was like, "Oh my God, I gotta fix this. What's wrong? Let's, you know," and I want to fix it right now. I want it to be over. I want her to stop crying immediately. Mm -hmm. You know, thankfully, I'm I'm past that, and uh, and. You know, part of the the Zen thing I do, one of the Zen answers to this question would be acceptance. You know, if my wife is upset about something, instead of me trying to fix it or correct it in some way, accept that she feels upset and that that's okay. You know, it's okay to feel that emotion. You know, I get upset about things. And instead of fighting against it and trying to hammer it away or or, or repress it and ignore it, and you know, except this thing makes me sad or that thing makes me angry or whatever.
2: Definitely.
3: I really like that.
2: Acceptance <laughs> and a little empathy.
3: Sometimes <laughs> that's
1: all they need. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, okay. At the end of each episode, I do a short segment called Five Minutes Zen. And in it, I try to offer the listener the listener some practical thing to work on or a five-minute meditative thought they can implement in their day. And don't worry, you don't uh, have to know anything about Zen for this. I got a specific question designed for you guys. Cool. In your case, um, I want to ask a practical question to any and all of us who already feel they have a confident marriage. What is the first step to take whenever we start to lose confidence in our marriage? Seems like it's inevitably going to happen at some point.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so... That's when you can draw on one of the foundations we mentioned earlier, uh, I believe, intentionality. That's when you start to get intentional. Um, The honesty comes in with honest self-reflection. You'd step back. You try to take an objective look at where your energies are going, what you may be doing right, what you may be doing wrong. Try to get that honest self-reflection and then come back and be intentional about the things that are lacking and stay intentional about the things that are going right. So we all get complacent from time to time. There could be a problem that isn't being talked about, that could be a minor thing that is kind of growing into more than it is because it's behind the scenes and it's not being talked about. Mm. I would say honest self-reflection. And that's something that we should all be practicing on a regular basis, I believe. And then you've got to come strong with that intentionality. You have to be intentional in what you do as a husband or wife. What you do for your partner, what you do to help your partner um, with what you do as yourself, you know, to make sure you're acting with integrity throughout your life. So, intentionally, it's like we like to say, love is a choice. It's not a feeling, it's a choice. You may feel all these giddy things inside you, and that's part of it, and that's great. But loving someone for a lifetime is making a choice to love them even when you don't want to. And mm-hmm. I like so that. Yeah. that be intentional mm-hmm. You have anything to add?
3: No, you said it beautifully. He, n- he nailed it.
1: He got he got it right on the first graph. <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it.
3: There you My go.
2: Carpet, so <laughs> 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 I nailed
1: it. Well, uh thank you both, guys. Um go check out Sean and Jessica's podcast, The Confident Marriage. I'll put a link in the description to their website. What what topics do you guys have coming up on your podcast? What, where else can people find you? What uh, what else have you got? What do you got cooking?
3: So I'm really really glad that you asked that. Uh, we have a episode coming out on uh, obsessive thinking and how they affect your your marriage and yourself, which is really really important during COVID right now. There's going to be a guest interview with uh, Lisa Woodruff with Organized 365. She's been on all of the major house TV network shows like. She's pretty big, so I'm really excited to have her on. And she's going to be talking about how clutter and disorganization really, really impact us mentally and physically and uh, ways that you can kind of get out of that cycle of disorganization and clutter without feeling overwhelmed. So that's Mm -hmm. super exciting. You can also find us on um, Instagram. We're pretty active on Instagram. Uh, A lot going on. We do live interviews on Instagram. And, uh, we're just constantly posting on there, super interactive with our followers. So that is confident marriage. All right. Mm-hmm.
1: That's awesome. Go ahead. We do
2: periodically offer workshops. We're in the middle mm-hmm. of one right now. So signups for that are closed, but I think another, what, maybe another,
3: another two months we'll be offering it again. Yeah. If not sooner. And where, where can
1: they find that out?
2: On our website. On All our... the information will be on the website. Yeah. Okay. And, uh,
3: we're taking a couple more men uh, we have a mentor program where Sean and I work with couples
2: and one
3: on one, so I usually work with the women and Sean will usually work with the men and then we'll do a couple sessions too, and mm-hmm. we have two slots open for two couples, so that's available too. You can go to our website mm-hmm. yeah, and email us about that mm-hmm.
1: That's awesome. You guys are all in on this that's that's pretty cool. some one some time. people just like do a podcast, you know, uh, on the side, but you, <laughs> I mean, I can tell you guys are uh, your pros. That's awesome.
3: We're passionate. <laughs> it started Very off, passionate. It
2: started off as a little something to give back. And it's, Yeah. I think we spend more time on this almost than I do on my day job.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, Hey, I hear you. You're, you're, but it's fun. I it. Yeah. I it. Well, I, I love having you. You guys are awesome. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go do something for my wife. I'm going to go buy her a card or do the dishes or something to make her be happy. Yeah, be intentional, right?
3: If you didn't know, those who share housework have better sex lives. So,
1: uh, well, I, I knew. I'm well dishes. aware, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Mark knows.
2: Yeah. Thank uh, you
1: for having us, Mark. Yeah, absolutely. If uh, if you like the episode, be sure to subscribe. Uh, tell a friend. Give us a good review, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I thank you in advance for that. Send me your questions or topics to zensamich at gmail.com. Sean and Jess, it's been a blast. Thank you. Mark, it's always good to talk
2: to you. We appreciate you having us on. Hope to talk to you again soon.
0: Absolutely. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic, but today work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries.